Hey, what's up? This is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 310 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one's awesome. It's with Chef Jake Wood from Lawrence Barbecue in Raleigh, North Carolina. If you haven't heard about Lawrence Barbecue, it will definitely be on your radar after you listen to this and check out some links below. Chef Jake and his team are putting out amazing barbecue, oysters, as well as as well as other proteins and sides and desserts. It's something really special. Chef Jake's roots are in North Carolina. He draws deeply from his background and his family's recipes. The name of the restaurant is named after his grandfather. His grandmother's still alive. She still provides recipes for him as well as family members. And his memories of barbecue and oysters is very visceral. And the barbecue oyster combination is super unique. He explains where he gets his oysters and they serve them fresh as well as a different way. And he serves a bunch of different items that you've never had at barbecue joints. He has the standard things that you would expect to see at a barbecue joint. Not necessarily North Carolina because he has Texas-style brisket. He does bacon-cured brisket. They do a pork belly corn dog. All their sides are well thought out. He has a, a chef and restaurant background. So he talks about tweezing flowers, but now he's doing something that's completely different. But they put the same detail into all the dishes. And then he gives, if you're watching on the YouTube side, he gives a little tour of, it's in this place called Boxyard RTP, which is Research Triangle Park in Raleigh. And not all of the stores and restaurants are open yet. There's about four or five. They'll be officially open around September 15th, but his location looks killer. It's four containers put together. There's an indoor space for purchasing beer, which they have their own beer, as, as well as merch, but you order at a window. There's picnic tables outside. There's a whole covered area above. They're going to have a bar. They have a beverage director who will be putting together great drinks that'll pair with specific things that they'll have for the bar itself. It's... <laughs> There's so much to talk about. It's so great. I am so jealous of the people of Raleigh and people that get to visit. I hope to visit very soon. You're going to want to visit for sure. I can't thank Chef Jake enough for taking the time. Uh, it's right before service, so there's a little commotion in the background. You could hear and you could see it if you're watching on the YouTube side. They do birria tacos, so he's uh, describing the birria tacos at the very beginning, so we just jump right into that. So I'll put all the information below. Keep Lawrence Barbecue on your radar and make sure you do visit. They're open Wednesday through Saturday, 11 to 8 p.m. That's right, lunch and dinner. And the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast and YouTube show is brought to you by Flores Tortillas. Best tortillas on the damn planet. Florestortillas.com. Every Monday at 10 a.m. Texas time, they drop on the website. You could order them. Order them batches of a dozen. Order some for yourself. Order for friends, family. Make them really happy. Such great stuff. They're made with smoked beef tallow and magic and love and wonderfulness. Flores Tortillas on all the social media. Again, that's florestortillas.com. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com with links to all the podcasts and YouTube stuff, as well as these massive lists and lots of things featuring barbecue joints because I want to celebrate barbecue joints across the country. If you're digging these, please subscribe. That way you don't miss out. But at the end, take care, stay safe, and enjoy this with Chef Jake. Um, got a big consummate going. So Friday and Saturday are our birria taco days. It's starting to take off. Um, people are starting to find out about it. So I enjoy that. A lot of like I jump on the line and do every one of the tacos every oh, really? Friday and Saturday, and oh, that's it's cool. like, yeah, it's like it's fun for me to get in and do that. Just get my my tail beat for a few hours, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. That's cool. And, and how do how are birria tacos in North Carolina? Are people taken to them? I guess we could talk to talk about that during the actual thing. But is that something that people are used to, or is it something brand new to them? Yeah, man, we're really hoping to kind of create a little cult following around it. Um, since we came out with those, they've been our four, the four nights we've had them have been our four busiest nights 
And I mean, folks just line up as soon as we call the bell and say they're ready. We got to line out there 20 minutes later, which is awesome. Wow. Um, and so that's on top of, you know, the other stuff still sells as well. So it's just bringing in more folks who, who might've heard about them or yeah. are curious about them. Uh, but, you know, we're trying to keep it to, to we, our recipe is like a, a Jalisco style uh, mixed with a couple of different other styles that we pulled from as far as the chilies we use, obviously guajillo and ancho. We also use the chili cascabel. Um, and we try to keep it as, as authentic as possible. Uh, we just use our brisket, which, um, you know, it makes it just a little bit better. Yeah, oh, yeah. Than your typical byproduct of a round or a, or a small cup beef rib or something like that. Uh, but pretty much same outcome, man. I mean, we, we use the uh, authentic yellow, creamy Oaxaca um, street style with cilantro and onions, and then we got the consummate dip, and um, and then we serve it with like a tomatillo crema or whatever we have that yeah. evening. Did you all? Did you set your place up? We'll talk about the the build out, the setup. But did you set it up with a, a flat top with the intention of that, or was the intention like burgers or? Uh, Flat top is for birria tacos and burgers, smash burgers. Um, but we also, we tallow toast all of our buns using a garlic, a roasted garlic tallow. Um, so but our sandwiches start on the flat top um, and then come down to the meat slice board. And that's that's kind of where it all begins. So the tallow toasted bun is something that we're super proud of. And obviously it kind of turns our trimmings into something that, uh, you know, people aren't necessarily used to seeing. Um, but nobody really uses tallow and we are going to use it for our smash burgers. We use it in our consomme for the, uh, birria. And uh, we actually, as soon as we unwrap our brisket, we hit it with a little bit of tallow, um, as it sits and rests, um, before we slice. So it just kind of makes everything better. Yeah. Yeah. No beef tallow. It's awesome. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why people would just throw it out. That's kind of right. sad. Definitely. All right, cool. Uh, well, good morning, Jake. How are you? Good chef. Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I've heard a lot of good things. I think that, um, didn't Robert Moss recently stop by? He did. Yeah, he did. He kind of popped up out of nowhere. He's got a beard now, which I've never <laughs> met him in person, but I've, you know, I've seen his profile picture and seen him online. And uh, I actually am usually behind the line, but uh, for, his oysters came out a little later than his food. So I wanted to take those out there and, and drop them off. So I said, I you know, called him the megaphone, Robert, and uh, nobody came. And I called out again. I was getting ready to go look for him. And this redheaded fella came walking up with a beard and I was kind of I was like hey, I know you and uh so it was cool I got to meet him talk to him for a few minutes great guy um you know he came over and just uh laced up with some brisket and I got him a pork belly corn dog just to make sure he was on his way uh with the, with the full belly but yeah it's cool to see folks like that um who literally do nothing but write about barbecue and and their life revolves around that uh, kind of just show up out of nowhere. It was it was cool to, to talk to him and meet him and put like a a, a real face to a name. You know? Yeah, yeah. I talked yeah. on the phone before where there was supposed to be a local palette article last year. It was supposed to be the summer of barbecue in North Carolina. Not not did happen obviously. Um, so you know, kind of I guess this is the summer of barbecue in in North Carolina. If you will. So forcing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. No, that's and that's what kind of sparked me because like because you and I have talked before just online but i really wanted to talk to you and also because lawrence is my my dad's when my dad who passed away 12 years ago but it was his name was lawrence lrk oh that's awesome yeah and so i it was kind of like a kinship i was curious as to what you're doing and what you're doing is something that's very unique but it's also kind of like 
the like what people are doing in their own area bringing you have central texas style barbecue but then you have all these other things that you're bringing to it what's your did you grow up in north carolina i did i grew up down the road in apex north carolina my family is from apex uh new hill Montier, just kind of the, the country um i've got some family up in winston-salem on my dad's side but yeah mm-hmm. we grew up um, you know, not necessarily in the middle of the country, but a lot of those traditions and, and, and the things from my grandparents' childhood were a big part of my childhood, um, you know, shelling beans, shucking corn, doing all those fun yeah. things like that. As I got older, I started to really appreciate the things that I was learning from them, uh, whether it be butchering fish, butchering animals, cooking a hog. Um, every family reunion we had the night before Thanksgiving every year growing up, uh, they have a whole hog and oysters and oh. i just loved how communal even though we were family there was a lot of folks that were extended family and friends of it was it was just a very uh communal thing everyone kind of hovered around fire in the pit and you know had their drinks and everyone brought pies and sides and then you know those guys on the pit those were like the kids man everyone looked up to them they were like you know of course they yeah. say goes and as a kid it was just so intriguing um you know, seeing those guys and what they were doing with fire. And anywhere I'd go, I was always intrigued by fire. I wonder I didn't like the house on fire when I was a kid. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, as I've gotten older, <clears throat> those things that I took for granted as a kid or just thought were a part of life really mean a lot to me. And, and you know, I've, I've got the great pleasure still to my grand, my grandmother, Granny Helen, is still with us, oh, uh, wow. Helen Lawrence. And so um, I get to ask her questions. I get to ask her about how they did things, how they preserved things, how they smoked things. Uh, her grandfather owned the only mill, the sorghum mill, um, in the area of the country wow. that they lived in. So people would bring things. He would do, you know, uh, soak, soak uh, corn and, and lye and make comedy and grind sorghum and, you know, make sorghum syrups and uh, grind cane and stuff like that. And just hearing about all that now as, as a, an adult, I have an appreciation for it because that's my heritage and that's that's where my family came from and what they did in, in the past life um but obviously being a chef and really always searching for ways to incorporate uh, my roots into what i do um, it's really become a very special thing and a very special relationship that i've had with my grandmother especially since my grandfather passed but um lawrence barbecue is uh is named for my family it's named for my grandfather it's, it's an ode to him and a nod to him um there's one lawrence male left my uncle um and you know uh Lord willing it's a long time from now but he's gone there's no more lawrence and, um you know so we named my son lawrence as a nod to my grandfather and, and our family and it just made sense i mean you know our logo is the baby on the pig um we've got uh, uh some of the pastries that we do my daughter Brianna uh kind of gets her ideas and uh you know it's all for the family and it's uh really I, I just don't want anybody to ever forget the name Lawrence and the life that I know my grandparents lived and my family and how hard they've all worked to provide what we've had um is very special to me and it means a lot to me and uh, uh, it might be selfish but I, I want people to know who they are and oh, yeah. what our family is and um this is very true to me and true to my roots. Whereas you had mentioned uh, previously, you know, I kind of come from a very chefy background. Uh, and honestly, I thought I did a pretty damn good job of incorporating a lot of my roots and a lot of the traditions and a lot of the uh, techniques used uh, 
by my ancestors into a fine dining setting, which was very challenging yet very fun. But at the end of the day, although I, I am here now because of what I was able to do in the platform that I was given um, at, at a few places that I was working at, um, you know, it's not for me. I, I can't relate to it. I never worked under a James Beard award winning chef or a French chef or anything like that right i just love cooking and now that i've really found something that is true to me and true to my family and deep deep within my my soul um it, it feels good we're here we fought through the pandemic and you know it's just it's kind of like full circle here we are growing up doing things that really didn't mean a lot to me uh, with my family as a kid now they are very thick in our day-to-day operation uh, and it's something I'm very thankful for. How funny is that 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 happens? And I was I was I want to get into to the to the restaurant and how it, how it came about and and your location. But what do you think your grandfather would think of your place? You think he would visit all the time? Uh, that make me tear up, man. I think he'd be proud. Uh, I think so too. I'll turn this real quick. That's him right there. He kind of looks over the shop. Everybody oh, who walks so in great. gets to gets to meet him, see him, and uh, yeah, man, we we uh, very very proud. I'm proud to uh, to have our family name on the door. I think you would be so proud as well. And as a matter of fact, right here in front of me, we've got some canned beer, which is Lawrence's Leisure Land Lager. Um, And I know for a fact he would like that, man. He was a... (laughs) He, he loved the cold beer. He made moonshine wine. It was always, I mean, he was, he was a pretty what cool a man. guy, man. Oh, what yeah. a man. I was, oh, that's, I, I'm getting to meet him a little bit. But what, what a person to meet. And like, it's, it's nice. You're, you're keeping that, those memories, like really visceral. You're actually, it's in a physical location, the manifestation. That's, a, that's, that's fantastic. Well, how did. Wh- he was larger than life, man. And, and uh, he, he had a very big impact on almost every person he met. And so, yeah, it's the least that I can do for sure. Yeah. And then isn't that what we all kind of want to do in life is make some sort of impact, not necessarily for selfish reasons, but to, you know, help others and to leave a legacy in what you're doing right now. And what you're doing right now feels very true to you. Like it doesn't feel like something that you've just created to like sell a bunch of stuff. It's, it feels like it's, it's in your soul. When did the restaurant, when did you know you wanted to build the restaurant? And then was this location... This is a rather new location. It wasn't something that you had planned at first, right? No, not at all. So um, probably late. Well, Lawrence Barbecue has been in my mind for a long time in, okay. in some way, shape, or form. Um, I really wanted to bring it to downtown Raleigh just because that's where I live. That's where I've worked. Um, and, you know, things have changed in downtown Raleigh. Uh, some for the better, some for, for you know, not, not so good. But uh, where we're at now is not where we intended to be. Um, that you know, we had another location that was a standalone location that we had big plans for. That fell through, um, and, and you know, literally two days later, I think I got a call um, with interest about this box yard location. And I'll be honest with you, man. At first, I was kind of envisioning like a food stall, right? And I'm like, there's no way we can make this happen. This isn't the vision, but. Um, once I got to talk to these folks here in the Research Triangle Park, which is a great group of folks um, that have done an immense amount to, to, to move North Carolina and our specific area forward over the years, um, I heard them out. I saw what their plan was, and it's just amazing. And now that we're here, we've got uh, three 8x40 shipping containers that are fit into one restaurant. Kind of feels like a surf shop. Uh, we've got a beer cooler, we've got a merch stand, we've got a cabana window uh, where everyone places their order. Use a megaphone to call it out. It's very picnic style. Get your stuff, get it on a tray or in a, in a bag, 
pick a table, listen to the music, you know, uh, all that good stuff. So uh, it's kind of turned into, a, I mean, an actual restaurant. We've got a, a, an incredible professional kitchen um, that our architect helped us design at the Donar. And, and now we're here. We're building the smokehouse out back. It's going to house our, our uh, three lane smokers. We've got a bar coming up at the end of this month nice. upstairs that are, we're going to be ser- uh, selling leisure beverages. Uh, we wanted, I, I, I love tiki. I love how it makes you feel. And uh-huh, so I. I was talking about vibe. that to someone yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just, just being a little bit more educated now than I have in my past years, we wanted to try to stay away from the cultural appropriation that is and has been tea, right? Um, you know, in, in all reality, some of those cups we drink out of are like literal gods and spiritual figures to other folks. So, um, you know, without thinking too much about it, we just really wanted to kind of create our own thing, which is a leisure bar, leisure beverages. And it has that, it's rooted in that same escapist mentality. Come and just escape reality with us, right? And enjoy yourself. But um, it's almost geared towards like a mid seventies, mid eighties, like resort bar at a hotel, right? Where, you know, quirky drinks with funny garnishes and everything, but uh, very non-novelty, if you will. Our beverage director, Zach Thomas, is an absolute wizard with drinks. Everything is made from scratch. We do not use anything out of a bottle except for liquor. And it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna complement what we do down here incredibly uh hey lamont and um I, I, we're gonna have a bar menu how interesting well, so, well that's so know, that's uh, that's gonna be a build out above it's always so on, it's so to explain to people it's like the bunch it's a bunch of shipping containers and i think they've, they've done that in a number of cities not your your guys but yeah it's here, so there's me, a, yeah yeah that'd be cool it's see. okay with you <laughs> so it's our shop not too shabby and oh, then so yeah it's so beautiful and then you've kind of got this little area out okay. here it's a big courtyard got a brewery and pizza going down at that end smart that's our bar up oh, there so, oh gotcha deck. oh that's so cool that's beautiful and then for the time being this is our cabana window you order at you'll pick up down here Perfect. and then for right now we've got our 3108s out here on our temporary pad with our wooden pile and this route to the left is going to that smokehouse that will house everything so very cool concept. Um, nothing like it in our area at all. I think there's something in Asheville um, called Gather, which is which is a one concept that is built out of shipping containers. But it's really cool, man. It's grand spanking new. We're in an area that within four or five years, there's going to be a massive like midtown right across the street. Um, and there's like 55,000 employees with a pretty damn good income in within like four miles of us Monday through Friday. So I mean, yeah, kind of a no brainer once we once we read the writing on the wall. So yeah, well, happy, happy to be here and just really, really stoked on how it's all coming out. Man. Yeah, who would have thought? That's so cool. And then but when when did you guys officially open? And then you guys just opened the inside area yesterday? Was it today? Or today, today is the very first day uh, that you'll be able to come in and grab some beer, a t-shirt, timing, whatever, perfect whatever timing. Um, and this is actually our second month. Uh, anniversary if you will we started on june 6th um and so we've been running two months now man and and, uh quite honestly we're we're getting busier every week which is great we finally got our abc last week which gave us our best weekend yet um so we're gonna look to start hiring some more folks um both full-time and part-time and prepare for that smokehouse and that bar to come and uh you know three four months from now we're really gonna feel great about the operation and it's going to be here. It's going to be full and complete. Uh, and that'll be a really good feeling because, you know, we were supposed to open this thing in April of 2020. <laughs> and that, that did not happen. Ago. So it, it was a while ago, you know. So um, 
Hey, you're uh, here right a lot, now. Of, a lot of silver lining. We are here right now, and, and, and we are better for what we've gone through. For sure. No, I think uh, all of us are, most of us are. It's just the ones that didn't make it through it. But I think that, so you're open Wednesday through Saturday. Just So just only get that out of the way. Wednesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. So lunch and dinner. Yes, for sir. Those, then? Okay. That's- lunch and dinner for right now. Um, and we are really the, there's, there's a bake shop which has great cupcakes and milkshakes. There's a coffee shop that's open during the day. There's a CBD pharmacy, um, uh, oh. a gourmet uh, cotton candy called Wonder Puff, which is incredible. <laughs> that's so um, cool. and, and then more things are coming. There's pizza and beer, there's burritos, there's Korean, there's like a beauty shop, a clothing. I mean, it's, it's really cool. It's just going to uh, kill it. It's going to be so yeah. great. Oh. Yeah, that, the people behind this are just like, so smart. Geniuses, man. Um, so I think mid-September, I want to say, is probably a safe day for the grand opening. And man, we're just trying to gear up for that because we're it's going to be the biggest attraction within the, the county for sure. And obviously Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, we're all right here in the middle. Yeah, um, that so area. We're just trying to prepare growing. ourselves. Well, and yeah, also, too, yeah, and you're, and you're, yeah, I know it's crazy. And then also that's an area I used to go to Greensboro for business all the time or high point. And so this back in past life with my dad and we'd fly into Raleigh. That was where we'd fly into. So it's a business hub. It's schools. There's it's, I, yeah, it's killer. And now talk- they're making it a destination with, uh, you know, big, big um, entertainment venues, condos, retail, uh, you know, everything, man. And they're going to be continuing to build uh, housing and apartments all around here. So great place to be, uh, you know, five years from now, it's going to be a totally different scene around here. All the and families will walking. be, oh man. Yeah. There's uh, yeah. You're starting to see a lot more of that. And, and I mean, like Fridays, last Friday, it was awesome to see everyone got off work, came over here. There was like 45, 50 people out there with a leisure land mm-hmm. lager in their hand, slurping oysters, having fun. So it's just, you know, they needed that out here. It was uh it was a it was a desert so to speak um you know in between raleigh and durham and it always has been i remember growing up this was just you know this is where all the pharmaceutical labs and you know that's basically all it's been right and so where we're at is actually the original ibm campus um which they turned it into frontier park and they've completely renovated it's 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 great man so uh you know good on good on all of them a a fellow named scott levitin is the ceo out here and he is uh, a big dog and has really got some big plans and a a big vision out here and a great team so that's cool that that, yeah that outdoor space is just that's amazing that's gonna be such a great i can't wait to visit so i wish i was there like this weekend and let's talk about your menu and your menu is unique too because oysters you don't see oysters on many barbecue joint menus if if anything not fresh ones not fresh ones yeah so let's talk let's talk about your menu and then how you how you conceived it yeah so uh, just back to to going to those family reunions to seeing the the focal point was the whole hog barbecue and the steamed oysters coming out of the burlap bags um that's to me surf and turf in north carolina right um and that's the base of what we do here is barbecue and oysters and then beverages so um, we keep it pretty true with all of our meats. We don't we don't take it outside of the box. We want to give our best interpretation of authentic barbecue from the region that we are, you know, uh, serving it from. I guess you know. So that that on our meats, we just try to perfect it. Salt and pepper on our butts. Salt and pepper on our brisket. A um, little bit pepper heavy and, and just oak and hickory smoke. That's it. We don't wrap anything. We don't any. We don't put water pans. We don't put logs in there. It's just straight smoke to me um and we've got a young fellow will who's never worked in a restaurant before but 
geeks out on smoking meats, builds his own smokers. Um, he's running our smoke program right now. Oh, that's cool. Absolutely killing. Um, so me, who has stayed up more nights than I've slept over the past 18 months smoking meats, just as a, a two-man show, um, uh, it's nice to have a guy who really cares about this uh, the meats yeah, yeah. because that's, that's our base. You know, people come here, they hear we have the best brisket in town we've got to have the best brisket in town because that's what we're here to do. And he's really taken ownership of that, which is awesome. The, the oysters, we are extremely proud of some of our best friends, me and my wife, or we'd like to think so anyways. Uh, they live down the coast um, in, in an area called Hampstead outside of Wilmington. Um, and they have an oyster plot in Thompson Sound, which is some oh. of the cl- cleanest, briniest, saltiest water. Um, I've ever tasted, uh, you know, from an oyster can out of, and, and they're there, they have, uh, Dukes of Topsail was the name of their oyster year round. And then uh, a couple of different times a year, they have these, um, what are they called? Divine pines is what they call them. And it's a green gill oyster because the algae count mm. is a little higher during certain times of year. And obviously the bivalves they're filtering through and it turns their, their lungs like the aqua turquoise green. It's beautiful. The wow. salinity is like, double i mean it's just it's absolutely incredible these oysters I've, I, it takes a really bad oyster for not to like it and these things are just so next level it's incredible so we serve them raw we do a rose minion net with the raw ones uh-huh. you can get six you can get 12 and then we also do a a, a a grill barbecue oyster with what we call a secret barbecue butter um and it's very simple very delicious. We grill it with the butter and get it nice and toasty. And then we top it off with some cotija cheese and torch it real quick. I mean, just oh, it's, de- decadent, like, decadent. not biased at all, but I mean, I've literally stood on my kudu grill in the backyard with a buddy and just killed a hundred oysters in a night. I mean, just, yeah, you know, they're, they're incredible. I so see that. We're, right. we're so proud of the oysters and just the fact that, that we have a barbecue mine with the oyster well in it for a shucker. It's, is uh is is awesome man i mean it's, it's crazy like it's true. so yeah it's, it's like my dream too that's amazing that's i'm sure so many people watching this and listen to this will be like wow that is just it's a perfect pairing and too it's and it's something it is man and we we pride ourselves on on uh i don't want to say this the wrong way and offend some people i grew up eating old school slop out of a pan barbecue joints that i still love there yeah. is a place for that for sure but with my background uh, coming from squeezing flowers on the plates and, you know, managing a 200 person service with a large menu while also having a 65 person banquet with a five course and then a 20 person private dining room with the five. I mean, that it was a lot, man. And I was very into it for a long time, you know, so I really uh, felt like I'd, I'd be doing myself and our community a disservice if I did not incorporate some of those some of those techniques and standards into what we are doing. So, you know, I think that we're a little bit different than the typical barbecue joint because we treat this like a high end, high volume kitchen, but the 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 result is not what you would expect to get. Right? It's a very comfortable, uh, soulful interpretation of barbecue that that really to me brings back memories from from bites in the past right and i really hope it does the same you know a lot of these recipes are formed from my grandmother's recipes or a recipe of a family member of hers that might be 150 years old 200 years old that's amazing um you know so they are old school in in you know by definition but we do our part to really elevate it um kind of 
get it a little bit more progressive than just a bowl of grandma's collards on the table, right? Because we do live in 2021. We do live in an area where people really care about food and they want to be foodies. They want to take pictures. And they know, and they know more. Yeah. And we understand that that is, well, it's free advertising, right? If you're doing it right and people are are advertising for you, then that's what we want, man. So again, we're really proud of the food program we've got going over here. We are never going to stop trying to, um, evolve it and make it better. And I've asked all of the folks on staff all the way down to the dishwasher to bring me your ideas. If you see something that could work better or taste better or look better or be cut a different way, or the pans can be put in the dishwasher. I mean, just let's do it. Let's team up. Let's figure out the very best way to do everything, Smart. get a system set for it and move forward. So um, it's a, it's a challenge to me. Like uh, I haven't faced before challenges in my day-to-day before as a fine dining chef were really just how I'm going to elevate a dish or how I'm going to incorporate something in a funky way that people might not be used to. Here are the challenges. How do we take something simple, uh, an idea, and make it just completely out of this world that people just, they don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. right? Um, whether it be texture, whether it be color, whether it be flavor, um, we're having a lot of fun challenging ourselves um, to just get better every day, man. And, and that's literally all we have to focus on, which is a really nice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are, what are all the proteins? And can you get protein by the half pound and full pound? Like, is that how you, like, that's what it seemed like. Yep. So all the proteins, we've got a Texas-style brisket, uh, smoked turkey, pulled pork. We've got a St. Louis-style sticky rib. We do party wings. You can get half pound, full pound, um, or you can get a sandwich. <clears throat> and then we do features uh, like the Miriam tacos. We are... Uh, we've kind of got a, a ace up our sleeve and, and we call it a bacon cured brisket. Um, and, and it is exactly that. We take a, a, a page from um, Mr. Benton's book and it's 50-50 salt and sugar. Uh, we add a little bit extra in there to give it some of our own flavor. We let that sit for about six to seven days uh, and then we rinse and we hit it with a little salt and pepper and we smoke and it comes out looking like pastrami, um, but tastes like a piece of bacon. And it's just, it's like insane. So we've run it on a couple of our pop-up menus and a collab dinner we did um, through the through the, uh, the days coming up to open up the spot. Um, we have yet to do it here just because honestly, we've been so like, the smokers do not stop, right? So uh, we want to get into a good routine where we can, can prep that in bulk and sell it in, in a high volume. But I think I think folks are going to be really excited to try that. I'm very excited to get it out in here to the community. It's so unique. Um, it's I've never that, heard you know, of it. Just a, but it's such a simple idea. It like, so simple. If, if you can do it to pork belly, I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, why not try it on something else, right? So, yeah, it's, uh, it took a, a little bit of tweaking. Uh, it was very salty at first, and it was very sweet. And then I was like, well, hey, this guy does 50, 50 salt and sugar. Let's just base level fake in here, right? Um, so that's coming up. I would say that's probably going to be on our menu and, and offered um, until sold out daily once our bar opens. Oh, wow. We're going to have a, a little bit of fun uh, with our bar menu up there. We've got a um, really nice pork belly hot dog that we're going to do, a crispy pork belly hot dog. It's like a nod to one of my favorite hot dog places at the beach called the Trolley Stop. Um, and, you know, we'll have a party platter that people can share with their beverages, some oysters, um, and then something we're going to do with that bacon cured brisket, something something fun and cool and um, maybe just a little bit novelistic. But uh, we're proud of that. And that's kind of our base menu for our proteins. 
Um, and then we've got some, some cool sides. We've got a, bro a shaved broccoli Caesar salad with deep fried brioche on it. Um, we do uh, a buddy of mine, his grandma uh, was named Mama Hodges. We do a, a Mama Hodges cabbage with a deep fried cornbread on it. It's incredible with a ham hock oh. stock. Um, very old school, very traditional flavor. Uh, that one, egg potato salad. We do a three cheese mac and cheese with horse and cheese incorporated, and it's topped off with ground up voodoo chips, Zaps voodoo chips. Um, you know, so uh, uh, it's pretty basic. We try to elevate each one of those in our own simple way, but then we have the oysters. We do great features. We got a pork belly burn in feature on right now. We also did like a briny fish camp fried oyster feature yesterday. So, uh, Whatever's coming out of the water, out of the fields, that's fresh and reasonable to, for us to purchase. We, we get it and we try to have fun with it, man. And so, also, don't you have a fun got, corn dog? We do, yeah. It's a pork belly corn dog. Uh, basically, we smoke the pork belly, salt and pepper. We then uh, compress it you know, overnight and let all that congealed fat kind of settle down. Uh, and then, yeah, we slice it in the shape of a corn dog and batter it up and go to town. We serve it with a sorghum mustard and typically a, a variety of house pickles that we have seasonally. So was that something that's a special? That's not well. That is that an everyday thing, or is that? Well, we've had it as a special um, a couple weeks, and we are working on getting the, the process down so that we can bulk prep those um, because when they're on the menu, that's I mean they just it's all we're doing in the yeah. fryers, dropping corn. Uh, dollars, I, right? I can so, imagine. Yeah. yeah, we're working on that, um, but it's something that we do want to have on our full time menu. Maybe that's something that's offered as a bar snack. Menu, yeah, I think that makes item, more sense. But, yeah. I think so as well. Um, but these, these ideas are going to be around in some way, shape or form yeah. here uh, with our concept and food program for the foreseeable future. And, um, you know, we might come up with a feature one week that's just absolutely bonkers. And, hey, we got to throw it on the menu, man. People really liked it. So, you know, base menu is what we rock with. And then whatever comes our way, we try to have fun with it. You know? Definitely. And what's, and I know the, cause I, I watched your YouTube, I, I'm, you had aspirations, I'm sure just like everyone else during when the pandemic started to do a YouTube thing. And then and your daughter was there and I know she was into baking and you mentioned that off like that. You're, so what do you guys have desserts or is that something that you're going to. Yeah, we do. Our chef de cuisine, Mary Tilly was actually uh, kind of hired on to be our pastry chef. Things, things change. My buddy, uh, Eddie, um, him and his lady have a brand new baby and he just, you know, 70 hours a week open a restaurant and driving 40 minutes to the restaurant just wasn't realistic for him. So, um, you know, he parted ways with the company, which I hated to see, but I'm proud of him and happy for him for making a decision for yeah, himself and his family. And he's thriving right now. They're running a bar that, uh, I mean, they're doing great. So she, uh, switched gears and became our CDC to open the restaurant. She's doing a great job. Uh, we get kind of a, a double uppercut with her because she's also an incredible patient chef. And uh, right now we've got a, a lemon curd pie homemade with some fresh blueberry oh. compote on it. Um, you know, we, we've, we've had, uh, I mean, Trace Leche's milk cake, or milk share, excuse me, Trace Leche's cupcakes that she does is just, I mean, she's very simple, basic things and she elevates them and they're always fresh. They're always just a great pop of flavor. Her pie crust is incredible. So we mainly do pies, um, you know, we don't want to miss Carrie upstairs at Buzzy Bakes does a uh, wonderful cupcake. She does um, cakes and milkshakes. So uh, we yeah, stay don't wanna... away from stepping on, stepping on her toes. We usually send people up her way for, for those types of sweets, but uh, traditional pies, we had a, a, a peanut butter s'mores pie last. I mean, it's just, you know, whatever she can come yeah. up with, man. And they all crush. They've all been great. Um, and so that's kind of going to be our sweet program for, for, for now, you know, yeah, yeah, until yeah. we grow into a bigger space and we can, uh, we can, you know, branch out a little bit to some milkshakes and some cakes and stuff like that. 
That's cool. And then with uh, the beverage thing, is that how long is that? For as far as the bar upstairs? No, don't you have our? Do you, are you guys? Is that are you working with a local um, beer, like a beer producer to to yes. create your? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Leisure Land Lager is brewed by our friends in Raleigh uh, Trophy Brewing, which they're a pretty well known uh, brewery around the area. Yeah, I've heard the name too. Beer. Um, so it's a Mexican inspired lager. And it's brewed with uh, locally grown Tuxapo heirloom corn. Um, oh. And uh, basically that corn's malted. They use that. I mean, it's incredible, man. It's got a great crisp flavor. What we wanted was like a porch pounding barbecue beer that cuts through that fatty mouthfeel. You throw a lime in here and it's even better. A little bit of that acid cuts even more into that fatty mouthfeel. Um, so it is a perfect barbecue beer. It is a porch pounder. It's easy to drink. It's delicious on the beach. Uh, I mean, anywhere, man. We, we love it. Um, the can's great. The colorway's great. It's got my family's name on it. So, I mean, I can, really couldn't ask for more uh-huh. you know, than this. So what we're hoping to do is uh, prove our worth here with this beer and hopefully get on their full-time uh, brewing uh, schedule with this. That'd that would nice. be that would be incredible. So Cans only? Or are you guys going to have it on tap when... No tap, just cans. Uh, we sell individual cans and four packs to go, or for here, whatever you want to do. Um, but upstairs, we'll have uh, canned beer as well. We'll have wine, and then we'll have uh, our liquor beverages, okay. uh, two of which will always be a nice or frozen beverage. Um, that's smart. So that, yeah, and that's uh, that's something we offer down here as well. We offer non-alcoholic. We call them nices. Um, and like right now, we have one called a hurricane. It's an alcoholic-free hurricane. Um, very, very I delicious. All, all, all fresh uh, ingredients gone into it. And then we have a salted watermelon nicey, which is literally exactly what it sounds like. It's watermelon, sugar, and salt. And it tastes like you're taking a bite of a salted watermelon. It's incredible. Oh. Um, so we'll try to keep them, uh, again, cutting through that, that fatty mouthfeel and something just refreshing and crisp. Um, so Zach Thomas, our beverage director, is just crushing that, man. Uh, glad, glad to have somebody... Who knows what the hell they're doing with the slushing machine? <laughs> and there's a lot of, and there's not many people that have a beverage, a beverage director at their barbecue joint. Like this is, this is just rat. What you've created is such a cool, and you're creating experience too. Like it's a whole. There's not only the history that you're bringing in from your family, but you're offering things that are unique to you guys. There's things on your menu that you're not going to get anywhere else in the country. That's uh, yeah, and, and we we stand behind that pretty strong, man. Um, and what, what our goal at the end of the day is, Kevin, uh, is to create memories for everyone who comes through our shop by way of food, by way of hospitality, um, by way of ex- experiencing uh, a little bit of us yeah. when you come here, right? And um, I, I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Our team has, has really invested themselves into my vision and made it made it our vision. Um, and it's something really special that I'm really proud of. And my, my wife and I, uh, this is you know the reason we created Lawrence Food Company and Lawrence Barbecue was to create opportunities that I've never been given in working for other folks, right? And to create a culture that I've never been able to work within, right? I've got kids, I'm married, we've got other folks here on our managing staff uh, and not who have kids who are married, you know? So quality of life, man, is very important. And if we can't take care of ourselves, there's no way we can ever take care of anybody else, right? So um, it's harder, it's more difficult to manage um, than a typical situation that most of us have been in working in the restaurant industry, but it's worth it. And I think that the end result is going to be something that is very special and it's going to create a machine that runs itself 
because everyone's invested, everyone's holding everyone else accountable, including themselves. Um, and, and we're happy to come in here every day uh, to this to this little barbecue shop with surfboards hanging on the ceiling and uh, wrestling toys on the shelves and stuff like that. I saw little Star Wars toys over there too. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. I love so, that. So uh, just we want to we want to make it uh, uh, personal to us so that, that it is a place that we feel like is home because honestly, I see these folks more than I do my wife and kids and vice versa. You know, so this this is home in a way. Wow, that's crazy. That's so awesome. And you have three Lang smokers. Is that what you have back there? Or what yeah, three Lang 108s. Um, yeah, we've got them. Just the only custom thing we did to them was have the rain guard knocked off the top because in our smokehouse, we'll have Tinko's going from that to the okay. chimney that will change out uh, weekly or bi-weekly to eliminate an increase fire or build up. Um, but yeah, they're, they're some, some real workhorses, man. They're very easy to use. Not that that's what we were looking for, but we just got them dialed in. Uh, again, Will's He's out there now covered in black soot, just rocking and rolling, dude. Uh, But we're going to move those into the smokehouse. We have a meat processing area, refrigeration, a sausage, uh, you know, stuffer in there. We've got a whole nother dish area in there to clean our smokers, pull them apart, leave them on the wall, spray them down. Uh, Everything's going into, you know, plum grease pipes and everything like that. So it's going to really, it's the rest of our operation, right? It's the rest of our prep space. And so that's going to be a big deal for us. That's probably September, if I had to guess, but just a glorified corrugated metal building with some nice mesh screening around the top for ventilation um, and just to protect my equipment and my people from the weather. You're going to have sausage on the menu then? Come like September, yeah, we'll October. be making fresh, fresh, yeah, fresh uh, house-made sausages. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll do some hot cuts, obviously, but we're going to have fun with it and try to create our own uh, of course you will. That's, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, Jake, so that's, uh, that's something Jake, that course. we're looking forward to. Uh, we're looking forward to, you know, so we're, we're going to grow into our mm-hmm. pants as, as it's realistic for us to grow into our yeah, pants, yeah. right? We're not going to try to do anything that we should, probably shouldn't be doing. So uh, right now we feel comfortable with what we got going on. Got a small menu. Uh, 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 it's all great. Um, you know, I don't think it's where it needs to be yet, but we're proud. We're having fun. We're busy. Um, and I really couldn't ask for anything more. Now, obviously, winter coming, uh, the pandemic, you know, it's kind of a kind of a big question mark, right? But we're gonna pump it as hard as we can and till we can. Yeah, right? and just play so, yeah, and whatever whatever direction it goes, it goes. And just I mean, Kevin, I'll sling barbecue out of this back door over here in the middle of the damn night if I have to. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, whatever we gotta do, man. We've adjusted and adapted and survived, and we can do it again. Yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll just you know, we'll take advantage of this nice, beautiful weather we've got probably till, you know, here in North Carolina, you never know. It could be November and 70 degrees. So we are outdoor dining, uh, you know, so we've got to take that into account. But our goal within the next but six there's cover. Months, there, there's cover. It's all right. Yeah. There is. And we're going to mimic that that tin roof over our party deck. Where I was going to ask. So I think that makes sense. we to have about 65, 70 seats up there covered uh, with heaters, fans, you know, out of the inclement weather. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to, to give it a fair fight, you know. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to be doing any whole hog, you think, eventually? Or is that something that... We are, yeah. I've got a BQ pit that can hold two or three big hogs, actually. And we've got a wedding coming up in October. We're going to be doing whole hog for them. Um, and we are going to eventually bring, once the smokehouse is done, we'll have a little fire pit area on the side um, that'll have our kutu grill, our cowboy cauldron, our pit, burn barrel. And probably once a month, we'll do a Saturday party where we'll have fun. a whole hog on until it's gone. Um, you know, originally the idea was to have pits in our smokehouse and just us being such a new operation and, uh, you know, 
training people, the, the risk of three spots, you know, all that. We just so much. And the money that went into the ventilation, you know, alone was just something that we steered clear of, especially after spending the first six or seven months of the pandemic smoking everywhere we could on our laying 84 toe behind. Uh, we, we had it dialed in, right? So we switched gears. It was going to be two pits and two 108s. Now I got three 108s and everything's offset. Nice. This is awesome. Is there anything that we missed? Okay. What's all, what are all the different, Oh, can you order ahead of time or is it just order at the window? Absolutely. Yeah. You can order on site at the cabana window. You can also place a, a, an order online ahead okay. of time and choose what, th- what time you'd like to pick that up. It will reserve your meat uh, and it will be hot and fresh when, when you get here. Um, and that's something new that we're going to start today. If you place an online order, uh, you're welcome to come into the shop and pick that up and it's already paid for. Come in, grab your food, check it's out the t-shirts, grab work, a four yeah. pack. Yeah, man. And we just want, you know, it's always been an idea of ours to welcome folks to the shop. And in fact, we had the whole half of the restaurant designed to have chairs in it. And with the volume that we started out right away doing, we just knew we needed more dry storage and paper good storage and uh, kind of switch gears a little bit. But uh, we're very excited to welcome folks into the shop and to see the, the incredible work that's gone into the shop and all the way from the design up to the millwork. Um, you know, so uh, uh, today's the day, man. Month two starting off. Congratulations. Like, so what I'm hoping is that everyone doesn't try to come inside to order because that's just <laughs> going to be a shit show. But um, yeah, <laughs> it'll, take, it's, it'll, it's, take, it'll take some education, I'm sure. Uh, it, it will. Yeah, we'll have to put some directional signs uh, up and some stanchions, I'm sure. But uh, we're here, we're ready, and we're, we're uh, you know, think what's Friday, man. Friday and Saturday are big days for us, and we're geared up with, a, with full smokers. Uh, full, yeah, I mean, we're, we're ready to rock, man. We're, nice. we're here. Well, what's well, thank, nice? well, thank you, Chef, for taking the time. Thank you for doing what you're doing, because what, it, this is a so such a cool concept, such a gr- great passion behind it, and then also just there's integrity. There's so many different la- layers of um, of love that you could see that you put into this from the millwork all the way down to the design to what to like to what you're planning on doing so thank you so much I appreciate, you, buddy. appreciate you too take care later, man. all right later